Are you the kind of person who loves when a social event is cancelled? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's fill up the ice cube tray a quarter full, grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Now, before we get started, it's been a very interesting fortnight um, because usually we are in very, very close contact with one another. Um, It's multiple times a day. Yeah, multiple times a day, scheduling social media posts, uh, working on our prep for the show so you can enjoy patchwork. Um, But it's been extra difficult this fortnight because uh, Josh's phone actually uh, died and Christian interpreted that to mean that the battery had gone, but in fact, it had actually uh, stopped working. Um, well, yeah, because originally after a day of no responses and Josh saying, hey, my phone's gone, I think, well, there's plenty of time to find somewhere to plug it in, that's right. recharge it and then get back in contact with that's us. That's right. But it actually turned out Have that I jo- ever run out of battery on my phone? No, you haven't. Yeah, no, you yeah, haven't. What you so are, yeah, bone to pick with people who run out of battery. <laughs> <laughs> Don't run out of battery on your phone. You have access to so much electricity. Now there's charges in your car. There are power banks to buy. It's not that. It's they don't pay attention enough. They, they cruise through the day and go, oh, I've only got 11% left. Christian, like, yeah. Christian, I'm about to rip into Josh. Please don't interrupt me. <laughs> Dion, go on. <laughs> um, so, Josh, your phone died. It didn't die. It actually, or it, it didn't yeah, die. It died. In the, yeah, well, it, it died. died in the traditional, in the exact literal sense <laughs> yeah. of the word. It is now dead. Yeah, it does so not work. Dead. It ceases to work. Barry, Josh, can you tell us what did you do Buried? after it died? <laughs> <laughs> um, can you tell us what did you do after the phone died? The wake. What, what were your steps? Did you try and return it? Did you? I just want to. I just. Okay. We, we, we're trying to get in your head well, here. I will be giving you the full rundown on this in an upcoming episode because boy, have I got a Roybus challenge for you boys. <laughs> it's wrapping up, but we'll see where that takes us. But first port of call was I think the day after contacting uh, Google support and getting those wheels in motion. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the up the upshot of it all is that Josh has not had a phone for weeks now yeah. and it has been absolute hell trying to get onto you. And I thought I'd take this opportunity. I could have done it offline, but why not do it online and share it with now our thousands of listeners? Why did you choose not to get a new replacement phone? No, it's not a choice to not yes, get a replacement phone. Ro- <laughs> yes, no. it is. So the thing, that, the thing that I found most <laughs> fascinating about all of this is how much it has infuriated other people. Oh, because your life, Josh, when you choose to be online, when you choose to play the game, when I choose to be plugged media, into the matrix, when you're in the matrix, you got to play by the rules. This isn't some bullshit social experiment where you can cut people out of your lives to see how they react. But yeah. look at Dion and I. <laughs> but it has been a fascinating social experiment for yeah. you. No. Anyone else? But there is this expectation now that I am contactable 24-7 because, all the time. Because you gave us that expectation from years of responding within minutes. That's isn't that nuts? Don't you, from an outside perspective, go, it's mental that I, I responded to the message when I got home, I was at my computer. That's when I could respond. And the, God, the way that you guys could not handle that. Like, where is Josh? What is going on? <laughs> so I actually have a surprise for you two. Oh! oh. I have the latest Pixel 2 XL. Literally the best new phone you can get. And I've had it for a week. (laughs) Wait, so 
hang on. So hang on. So hang on. <laughs> now you're a piece of shit. <laughs> so wait. So did you not? So in terms of your communication with us in the last week, have you had to feign? Not it's having a very phone. hard not to this tell is, you guys. This is this is now a social experiment. <laughs> the week preceding that, you you were just an asshole. But this week, it's because I was waiting to record. I was like, I've got to wait. I've got to have this so moment Josh, with you guys. You returned. You returned that phone, the dead phone, to its maker. <laughs> is this a is this a an, a purchase that happened uh, external to that? Or yeah, this is, is this... an external thing. I'll get Ooh. to it all in the Robus challenge. We'll sizzle that up. Yeah, that, that's that's incoming. It's a good okay. one. Okay, um, but this okay. is separate to that So yeah I went out and got it Because clearly it was upsetting A lot of people I, I, I didn't want to feel happy No I, was, I, I was didn't want to feel happy to be angry at Josh It's still Yeah I know It's still inexcusable But yeah. I still love him But yeah. the, the weird thing is It's been this great little time warp Because we went to um, We went to a gig <laughs> No we went to a gig recently Dion and, and with, with our brothers Went to Justice And it was like Hey guys I'll meet you there at 8 o'clock And yeah. I just said that to you And that's that was it you had to meet me there at yeah. 8 o'clock. Like, there was Amazing. no thing of, I'm running a bit late, mate. I'll be here. Yeah, I'll meet you there. It's, it's like, no, we're just going to meet there at 8 o'clock. Just do what you say. How have you found it? Like, how have you found Because you've even had your phone for communicating with people, with getting around, with directions. Well, there's that thing, you know, everyone's like, no one uses a phone as a phone anymore. Mm-hmm. But it is actually my primary communication tool. Just via messaging, different messaging apps or whatever. Yep. Um, to only have that restricted to when you're at home, it's been actually quite interesting. But there's there's a nice thing like navigating as well. Like we had Dingo on the other week, who's a great navigator. I've, I'm back into that mode now. Yeah. I'm thinking about my route. I'm like, how am I going to get there? I can go down this road, go down that road. When I make plans with people, you just stick to it. In hindsight, would you go back to a no phone lifestyle? The thing that I liked was that the communication was on my terms. Because the way that people can ring you and message you and the way they expect, and I'm looking at both of you, the way they yeah. expect a response instantly. And if you don't yeah. give them that response, like, what are you doing, mate? I'm messaging you. I'm calling you. You've got to get back to me right now. It's definitely a reflection on how fragile our uh, esteem and life are, Dion, <laughs> that you and I turned against each other <laughs> when, when Josh stopped responding. It, you should have seen our private conversations. There was a lot of there was a lot of anger towards each other. Yeah, well, it was it was anger towards us, and, but, and but, also towards but, you. Let, let, well, yeah, let's be honest, <laughs> mostly towards Josh. Yeah. But yeah, it was very frustrating. I guess we have we're, we've all set ourselves that expectation with people, and it's interesting because now I sent a friend a message the other day. They replied, and I didn't reply because I had a really busy day. And yeah. they were like, cheers. Yes. And like and, and it's really interesting how that didn't used to happen. And you sometimes do that as well, Christian, where you get frustrated when someone doesn't get back to you. But you're right, there there is that expectation that's set. Because now with the way that technology is, you can see most of the time when someone yeah. has seen your message. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone has seen the message, you're going to expect a response. And you know what? I am the biggest culprit of this. Yeah. I, I, I don't deny that. And me saying that I'm the biggest culprit is just further emphasis that I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, but Christian, here's what you do, mate. You see the notification, you read it in the notification, you don't open the app. Yeah, see, And then they never know. No, no, no. I know because it says that you're online at a particular time. It says, I can say, I know what you do, Josh. I'm on to you. I'm on to you because it says that you were in yeah. the app at a particular time. But I didn't time. open the app. Yeah, but I can see that app. you've read the notification on your home nah, screen. No, so yeah, I don't think you can. No, no, I can. I'll demonstrate it for you. On your <laughs> new phone. My delicious, my delicious ruse has been foiled already. But also the kind of stuff that you use your phone for like you use it for payments you use it for yeah. waking you up in the morning you use it for phone calls I for felt like for- such a plebeian reaching into my wallet and pulling out my bank card <laughs> i was like oh god what is this <laughs> sorry we don't take them anymore
A few Saturdays ago, I had one of the worst nights of my life. Now, I take the majority of the blame for why this night turned so sour, but I've also wondered, could some of this horror have been avoided? Could I find a way to also blame Josh and Dion? <laughs> let me explain. Before I delve deep into this story, let me give everyone some information which will be important for understanding what I'm about to say. From my apartment in Brunswick East to Dion's apartment, it's 2.1 kilometres. From Dion's apartment to Josh's apartment, it's two kilometres. From Josh's apartment to my apartment, it's three kilometres. 8pm. <laughs> After a horrendously long week at work and eight hours of helping my friend move house, my long-anticipated Saturday night had arrived. Now, this was no ordinary Saturday night for me. This was the first Saturday night I'd had off for three months. I had starred the date and written the event into my calendar. Curry, no hurry. <laughs> my plan was to have a selfish Saturday night, get Indian takeout, watch hours of David Attenborough's life and wear the loosest, comfiest clothes I could possibly find. Surely the ruggers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One can feel guilty when indulging on Indian food and relaxing all night on the couch. So I said to myself, you know what? I'll go for a quick run and feel really good about myself before the relaxation begins. So I put on my running gear, put the key under the doormat and took off. 8.20pm I've now been running for 20 minutes I'm feeling good I'm getting really excited to eat some delicious eggplant pashwari and roti <laughs> Now both of you know how much I love eggplant pashwari from Sings in Brunswick I start to feel some raindrops on my head The clouds are, are now looking a little grey And I say to myself, hey, 40 minutes is plenty And plus you kind of need to do a poo So let's turn back and deep dive into curry no hurry 8.40pm I'm approaching the driveway to my apartment and I'm dripping wet The rain turned from spitting to torrential seconds after I decided to turn around And I practically swam the majority of the way back home <laughs> But I didn't mind In fact, add a beautiful soundscape of rain to my night Throw a blanket over my legs This is going to be better than I could have imagined I do a light stretch down in the rain and then walk inside I approach my apartment, grab the key from beneath the mat And go to unlock the door the key doesn't turn. Strange. I give it another go, thinking maybe my wet fingers have something to do with it. <laughs> Nothing. No movement. I looked at the key. I somehow pulled the wrong one off my keychain. Oh, this never happens. Wait. A sudden feeling of dread washed over my body. I wasn't only locked out of my apartment, but I had no phone, no wallet. I was dripping wet and starting to really need to go to the toilet. 8.45pm. <laughs> I have now been pacing outside my apartment for five minutes thinking of what I should do next, whilst also trying to distract my mind from my burgeoning bowels. Intermittently, I would knock on the door thinking, well, maybe my housemate's in the toilet and can't hear me. Nothing. I'm manic. Then a genius idea. It's Saturday night. 100% Dion will be home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just continue running for another two kilometres until I get to Dion's apartment. I'll poo there, he'll let me borrow his phone to Facebook message my housemate who'll come home, unlock the door and join me for curry no hurry. There's still plenty of time. I put on a brave face, jog downstairs and head out the door. 9pm. The rain has been periodically starting and stopping. I'm glad it's raining though. My sweat has now become indistinguishable from the wetness caused by the rain. I'm not glad that it's so dark though. Running in the dark of night is never a fun activity and it certainly doesn't belong on a curry no hurry agenda. <laughs> As I turn into Dion Street, I think to myself, 
I'll know whether he's home pretty much immediately because I'll be able to see his car in the driveway. I edge closer. Huzzah! Dion Subaru is sitting parked outside his apartment. I've never been so relieved to see such a filthy automobile. (laughs) Triumphantly, I start relaxing my bowels in anticipation for a quick reading and then a sprint to the bathroom. I jog up Dion's stairs, knock on the door and wait. Dion's not home. Nobody's home. Why the fuck is his car here and he's not home? Where is he? Should I wait a little longer? What if he's in the bathroom with headphones on? Should I knock louder? The timed lights in his stairwell turn off. It's very dark outside and I'm now facing another locked door. Dripping wet, desperate to find a toilet. I already know what my next move is, but it involves a lot more running and a whole heap more clenching. (laughs) I'm running to Josh's house. 9.15pm. Oh my god. It is now one hour and 15 minutes into my little adventure and curry no hurry is quickly becoming less and less likely. I can now barely run because the pressure on my bowels is causing me to wince in pain. My mind is racing. What happens if Josh isn't home? Surely Josh will be home. A rainy Saturday night is a perfect time to play video games. Yeah. I had myself con- <laughs> I had myself convinced Josh Porter is home. He will save my night. Thank you, Josh. I whispered to myself in anticipation. You're a good man. <laughs> 9.20pm As I waddle down Josh's street I realise that the darkness of night Has well and truly set in I'm a mess A sweaty Wet Panting mess To add to the noises I am making Every step I am releasing A tiny bit of gas from my bottom Between my soles hitting the pavement The whimpers from my mouth And the trumpets from my ass, I've turned into a one man band I can now see Josh's front gate is that his car? I, I think so. It's it's less distinctive than Dion's, and I can and I can't quite remember his license plate. Wait, it is his car. This is brilliant. I'm saved. I open Josh's front gate, walk past his front garden, and ring his doorbell. I don't care if any of his three housemates are sleeping. Wake up! Come and help me. I wait all of fifteen seconds before I'm banging on the door. How long does it take someone to answer the door in a house with four people? <laughs> Hurry up, Josh! Don't you know you're tempting fate here? Nine twenty-two p.m. There is a steady flow of tears from my eyes as the pain I'm feeling reaches its zenith. Nobody has answered the door and I'm facing a bigger problem than being locked out of my house. I can't form a single coherent thought. I'm scattered. I turn to face Josh's front garden and whimpering like a little boy, I pull my pants down. No! That concludes part one of Curry No Hurry. Oh my God. Oh my God. So I've taken up playing indoor soccer on Sundays and one thing that's been really confusing to me is as a kid, I was always good at sport. I played cricket, I played football, I played tennis. I was always really comfortable with it. But soccer, I've never been great at and I play and I'm pretty shit. I'm not that great. And it reminded me of those kids I used to play football with who I used to think, why on earth are they playing this? Why are they playing this sport? They're aware they're so shit. Why are they playing it? Yeah, I, I, maybe they're not, but mm. I get enjoyment out of playing, even though I know on the whole, I'm probably letting the team down. It's this funny thing as well, Dion. I've seen you. So I played AFL nines yep. with you yep. before we played indoor soccer together. Yes. Now you're quite good at football. Yep. You know, so, so what, like, it's great to see someone who knows how to kick, who knows how to mark, who knows how to execute the skills well. It's always nice to play with those people. So when we went to play indoor soccer, 
it was really off-putting to see you so uncoordinated it's at a sport. So, it's so hard to hear that, Christian. Because I know, I think, I'm so sorry. Because I, <laughs> I think that I overplayed as well. So I'll come off the field and people go, oh, great job, Dion. That, by the way, the other thing is I, I've been scoring a lot of goals lately, but it still doesn't you're feel... About, sorry, you're talking about footy or soccer? I'm sc- Soccer. So I score oh. a lot of goals. Like I've been scoring... Shocking like, competition. I, <laughs> It's <laughs> very weird transition. You've been going on about how bad you are at yeah. soccer, but I'm scoring, scoring now, a lot of goals. Yeah. I think I kind of get into the right place, right time, but but it feels that's really what happens when you hang around the goals the entire game. There, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, when you're unaccountable, and just, just probability, the yeah. ball just bounces <laughs> off you. <laughs> but I have, I think the the way I'm able to get through it is that I have quite good coordination. But it's always fascinated me those people who don't have good coordination. Yeah, because for me, an appeal like netball's my sport, and the appeal of it is that I'm good at it and I enjoy playing it. And I don't like. I remember at uh, high school we played a bit of hockey. And I hated it because I wasn't good enough. And it's nothing against the sport. It was like, I was no good with the stick and the ball. And I was like, I don't enjoy this at all. I'm just not skilled enough. Similar yeah. with soccer, I don't have enough control of my feet to be good at soccer. I don't enjoy playing that sport. I, I reckon Josh would look like shit playing soccer. You I, just, you'd have no idea. You'd have I no have an idea. idea. Really? Yeah, you do that little step over where you put your foot on it and do a spin. Yeah, that's <laughs> all it is. That's soccer, yeah. I, I, I would love to see you play hockey, Josh. I think you'd look really cute in a skirt. <laughs> The best thing a guy at um, school did, uh, one of the hockey players, was that he he was a really nice guy. And one day he came to school with a black eye. And we're like, oh, Ned, what, what happened to your eye? Like, did oh, you get into a fight or something? Whatever. And he's like, oh, no, I got it playing hockey. We're like, oh, my God, you got a stick in the face. And he's like, yeah. We're like, oh, what happened? He's like, oh, well, I went for a shot and hit myself in the eye. Oh, my With the handle. God. Like, very coordinated there. Just Jesus. hitting yourself in the face. The other thing I noticed, umpiring a lot of netball, um, particularly at the corporate games, which is very much a social competition. It's like the it's like the Olympics or uni games, but for corporations and businesses enter. The Olympics. It's in terms of <laughs> sorry, Josh, you're not umpiring the Olympics. No, Let's I'm go. getting in terms of the variety you're of slipping sports. Slipping it into the sentence. <laughs> Did I mention I've played netball for Victoria as well? <laughs> And umpiring that, you get a lot of amateurs, I guess, but people who don't normally play the sport. And there's this fascinating thing that goes through my brain every year when I'm umpiring it that goes, you like, for instance. You work at ANZ for the bank or somewhere. Yeah. You're probably very good at your job. Mm. You're amazing. You sit there. Maybe you find the best home loan for someone. Or you do all this stuff. You're, a, you're an IT technician. You're a wizard at that stuff. Put them on the netball court. What are you doing? Like, yeah. It's just nuts. You look like a complete fool. Sure, you're having fun, but you look like a fool. Yeah, I'm trying to think whether I have any friends that are uncoordinated. And come to think of it, all of my friends are... All of my guy friends are very tall, quite good looking, and all coordinated. You know, you know that famous saying where if you can't spot the person with the. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, what's the saying, Christian? No problem. <laughs> well, one in ten people are uncoordinated. How many friends do you have, Dion? Nine. <laughs> I've I've seen you play netball, Josh, and I agree that despite us being very arrogant in <laughs> the last five minutes, you are quite good at netball. Thank you. Very coordinated. Although the other day. Uh, you were thrown a pen and <laughs> it is amazing what happens to a human being when something is slightly uh, not impulsive. You turned into a frog. <laughs> Your fingers spread out like you had kind of webbed fingers. It was an unexpected. I didn't. I wasn't expecting it. And then I guess my body just reacted yeah. and went, I've got to catch this thing. All limbs activate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is strange seeing someone so coordinated become so uncoordinated so quickly. And I wonder why, why doesn't coordination carry on into that moment? And by the way, it's always 
dropping a pen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else people drop. People don't drop anything else but pens. I like that that's your fight or flight response, Josh, yeah. is to act like a frog. Someone with a gun in front of you and it's just frog fingers. <laughs> if they drop the gun, I'm right there. Yeah. I'm underneath. Once, once I, the thing I do find bizarre when you drop things, though, is how far away it gets from you. <laughs> I don't understand. My, my biggest, and I still remember this, it was like when I was at uni and I was studying at my desk. I was eating cheddar shapes. I dropped a single cheddar shape. I shit you not. It ended up about two metres away from me. I was like, how did this get two metres away from me? You realise you're taking issue with physics now, Josh. <laughs> but I, like, I try to recreate it. I drop a pen. I do all this stuff. It doesn't go more than like a few inches. I remember I was watching it this. It was nuts. I was watching this pop popular science uh, show when I was younger and they were saying why is it always when you drop like why is it always why is it always when you drop a piece of toast and it's got butter on it does it all you know Murphy's Law says yeah. it always it's always face down it's because it's heavier that's why no it's yeah. not no it's just because of the number of like at that height that you're normally at it's enough to do one flip that's why it's nothing to do with the weight can I ask the question who was Murphy yeah. <laughs> and what sort of I would have loved to see footage of him just dropping stuff all the time oh bloody Murphy again I don't think that Murphy's Law pertains to just <laughs> drop toast, Dion. <laughs> I think it's a lot wider. But Dion, you're absolutely wrong there. It's not the weight of it. If it was the weight, what? you would need to drop it from like a building and it would level out. It's the fact that it does one tumble. There's only room <laughs> and space. That's not true. Christian, you, you are think, our resident sorry, physics expert. You think in the space of about a metre... The extra weight of some Vegemite and butter is going to overweigh a piece of toast. Christian, you? Christian, you've seen Neil deGrasse Tyson live. Um, actually, on the topic of that, um, Christian, something I've been wanting to to talk to you about regarding that live viewing of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, how much did you pay to see him? I paid $180 from memory. It was quite a while ago. I do not understand why you paid $180 to go and see him. What did you get included in it? Was that just the ticket? Uh, a piece of buttered toast. <laughs> uh, did you get something else thrown in? Did, it, you, did you consider meeting him, Christian? I, I did, yeah, yeah. I definitely wanted to pay the extra money to meet him, how meet close, and greet him. How close were you to paying that money? Very close, Dion. Yeah, what on earth would you have gotten out of meeting Neil deGrasse Tyson? Oh, I think you're running into a very, very large brick wall, Dion. Oh, I'm here. quite prepared to run into that brick Are wall you? head oh, first. Oh, sorry, sorry. It, it must suck to meet your idols, someone who's <laughs> one of the smartest astrophysicists on earth who can, who can reduce broad, intense physics concepts into... Easily digestible concepts for humans. And what, yeah. co and what conversation would you have had with him, Christian? And for how long would that conversation have gone for? So if I'm going to a Neil deGrasse Tyson lecture, do you think that I'm not a fan of his work Absolutely. and therefore willing to communicate Absolutely. with him about the things that he talks about? But what are you going to talk to him about? So you're making out like these meet the person afterwards as you go on a date. Like, <laughs> that's not how it works. It's like, go up, shake their hand. G'day, mate. Nice. Thanks. Josh, great talk. Have you ever paid money to go mate, and meet I went after? to the talk. <laughs> Oh, you went to the talk. Yes. But would you My brother got tickets for us. But would you have paid extra to talk to him afterwards? No, because I got enough out of the lecture. Yeah, that's but right. Have, exactly yeah, my point. But I have no issue with wanting to meet someone like that. So my other point is, what is the point of seeing him live? Why not just watch him give talks? Why not just watch him uh, on his amazing TV what, shows? What a ridiculous argument, mate. Why, Why leave the house? <laughs> it's all on the telly. It's all on the yeah. internet, mate. I just don't know if you're going to see... I, music, I understand. That's a different experience. What? 
Music is a different experience. Watch a live concert on YouTube. What's the difference? It's very strange, your argument here, and I feel like it's not well thought out. (laughs) Maybe you should invest some time in meeting Neil deGrasse Tyson. No, but, but I just don't think that there's any value in seeing someone who is talking... I don't think there's any value in seeing them live. Giving a I lecture? See, giving a lecture, yeah. You see, there's no value in listening to a lecture. So when you were at uni, did you go to lectures or did you <laughs> listen to them online? <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, I went to the classes. I went to the lectures, mate. Yeah, I guess there is some value. But uh, <laughs> but like you absorb it. It's much more engaging being there live with a, a real-life human being. Okay, that's fine. Seeing hang, him hang afterwards. Hang on, what's wrong? I mean, we just started a Patreon account, right? We're asking for people's support because we're trying a pursuit that's creative, doesn't get much money. Us investing in Neil deGrasse Tyson, putting our money back into him, is us saying, thanks for all your work, which you would have spent hours and hours of time reading about these scientific concepts. A lifetime. Yeah, a lifetime. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that you would have paid him the money to thank him rather than you would have paid him that money to meet him? Excuse me? (laughs) I would have paid him the money irrespective. I would have given... If I saw him de- walking down the street, I would have given him the money <laughs> if he asked. Neil! Neil! <laughs> <laughs> no, I just... I, for me, I think that... I know this girl who went to a Lana Del Rey concert and she went to a Lana Del Rey concert and she got this plaque thing and she kind of got to... I didn't think she even got to meet her. She got to wave at her or something. <laughs> and it's kind of like... I don't understand why people are paying this excess money to go... At, like, just... Just get that standard experience. Despite everything that Dion has said, which is obviously nonsensical, <laughs> and it'll be funny to listen back to, <laughs> but I do find myself now at live concerts going, yeah, yeah. I could probably get as good an experience yep. listening to this with my headphones on. I understand that's not the reason you go to a live gig, yep. so you can kind of appreciate them. So I went to a classical music concert last night, and it was one of my favourite pieces of music that I loved. I've seen it live once, and it was amazing. But when you go to a classical music concert, the demographic there are usually people above the age of 60 or 70, and usually that means there's a lot more coughing and spluttering that you wouldn't otherwise experience. Last night was the most ridiculous a chorus of <laughs> coughing and clearing of throats. Are you sure it wasn't part of the show? <laughs> <laughs> coughing and clearing of throats. And there was this, there's this one really poignant bit at the end. And it's, it's an hour and a half symphony. It's Mahler's ninth symphony for our classical music fans. <laughs> and there's one really poignant bit at the end which actually depicts Mahler's death. And right two minutes before the end, it was this beautiful, soft um, strings playing and you just heard a plastic cup <laughs> and it was awful and it absolutely how loud is a everything. plastic cup dropping in a, in a concert hall it's really really loud <laughs> <laughs> i had a very similar experience when i went to see les mis on the west end many years ago and there were these two elderly american women sitting in front of me and it's like my favorite musical we did it at school so i knew it i know it back to front and there's a beautiful moment during Fontaine's death where it's very emotional. You know, I'm welling up with tears. The guy I'm with welling up with tears. There's this beautiful thing happening on stage. It's very quiet. It's very somber. And then like, you know, a little bit into it, there's a moment that they're hugging and all this stuff. And then the woman goes, oh, that's the woman from before. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, man. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's almost like someone commentating life events, like when they're walking down the street and playing Say What You See, isn't it? It's a similar kind of vibe. But yeah, you're right, Christian. It really takes away from the experience when you've got people holding up phones and iPads, you know, as we've talked about previously on, on, on our patches. It's, it takes away from it and it makes you not want to go to it. But I wonder if it's something about 
is it is it old age that's that's making us hyper aware of this stuff? I know that it was it's my dad that's always pointed out whenever there's been like an I love how it's an old lady whenever there's an old lady opening up a little lolly wrapper during a or just a little bit of rustling of plastic. Definitely a lozenge yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a butterbed doll. <laughs> But yeah, but now I'm really hyper aware of noises and it drives me nuts. But recently I bought noise cancelling headphones and they are amazing. If only I could wear noise cancelling headphones in a concert. <laughs> <laughs> I went into a drive through drive through drive-in drive cinema in. the other night. <laughs> a drive-thru? A drive-thru <laughs> cinema. Very short film. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, can I take your movie order, please? <laughs> Um, and Just Fast and the Furious, yeah. please. And it was... It was... <laughs> 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 And it was great because um, I, yeah, no one was interrupting. There were people turning on their headlights every now and then, oh which was really annoying. But um, that was a really great, I'd encourage you to, if you want a good movie experience yeah. without interruption, do that. It's based on Sod's Law, not Murphy's Law, and it's got to do with the height, not the weight. Oh, is this the toast? Yep. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Exactly what I said. Thank you, Dion. Thank you. And now it's time for Oh Wow of the Week. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. An urchin is just another word for hedgehog, which is where sea urchins get their name. They are hedgehogs of the sea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) So this week we have a Roybus Challenge, and it's a user submission Roybus Challenge. Christian. And we'll never buy Roybus. Don't know if it's just me. It's got nothing to do with tea. We just want everything for free. If you are late to Welcome to Patchwork, you'll have no idea what any of that means. <laughs> uh, the Roybus Challenge is when we contact businesses because we feel we have been wronged. Uh, the first instance was me contacting Emma and Tom's and complaining about. Uh, their rooibos juice, which I can confirm is awful, but they ended up sending me uh, a bunch of Emma and Tom's produce. But we actually had a uh, a listener, Trent, who's contacted us, and he he wrote to us during the week. He messaged us on Instagram. Hey, gents. So similar to Dion's car issue with Subarus, I recently purchased a 2017 Honda Civic. Three weeks after purchasing the car brand new, the car was rusting around the back window. I contacted Honda Australia directly, was pretty much told to get lost, and it was not their issue. And after many emails and contacting the dealership, my car was taken away for three weeks. After that period of time, I received a brand new car. Oh my God. So Trent has sent us pictures of the rust and pictures of the brand new car. A brand oh, new trend. That is that is a wonderful Roybus outcome. Yeah, it really is. Oh. And to add to the story, he was called by Honda Australia in the interim and he was told to seek legal action and to contact consumer affairs. And in the meantime, they gave him a brand new car. <laughs> How many Roybus leaves is that worth, Dion? I think that's a great question, Josh. I'm going to give Trent... 9.3 Roebus leaves. He got a new fucking car, mate. <laughs> I thought we always said the definition of a <laughs> yeah. perfect score of Roebus is if you get a new <laughs> brand new car. You have to give that 10, mate. But where do we go from there? <laughs> we have to what leave. What else are you going to get? A new bloody space rocket? Josh, what I'm, what I'm about to say is that I'm really looking forward to your Roebus challenge in, in a fortnight. I'll, I'll tell you what, Dion. I didn't get a new car. <laughs> Don't Google my cars. <laughs> What's funny is that this this is Trent getting a new car. He got 9.3 Roy Boss leaves out of 10. Dion 
not replacing his goose down <laughs> jacket got eight robust <laughs> leaves out of ten. I yeah. think the Rover scale is a bit askew, mate. <laughs> well done, Trent. Yeah, um, I'm getting the next round, I guess. Uh, yeah, you're up. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Cool. Okay. Oh, hang on. Are you still? Are you still smoking, mate? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've always smoked. I never. never yeah, yeah. But after they, out. I thought after they, because I quit after they brought in the um the packaging, you know, the plain packaging and the imagery on it. Like that was enough for me. Yeah, terrific. That stuff that you see, people but, with emphysema and. Yeah, yeah. Matt, you surely you're aware of what what's happened to the packages now. No, right? I, I quit. Mate, yeah. In the last six months, it has gone to an absolute new level. What do you mean? What sort of stuff? Well, I've taken a loan out to begin with to start paying for packets, but not even that. I mean, it's just have a look at this. What? What are you? Th- Is that a pin number? That's a pin. You have to, every single one has a pin number, but you. But not only that, you have to guess the pin. How it's a three-digit pin. How You've got to take guess. you to guess the pin. I, I've had this deck for two years. It's unbelievable. Does it still say on it that smoking kills? Like, is it just that Not, standard well, line? Well, that's on the front, but have a look at what's written across each individual cigarette. Oh, it says, stop smoking, you unhealthy piece of shit. Yeah. Hey, yep. Look at this one. Give it up. You're a loser. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... It's a bit personal, isn't it? And, and guess what? It's personally quoted from my wife. <laughs> they've, they've actually asked her for quotes and they've written so on the side of the cigarette. customise every... That's amazing. Yeah, that must cost us. them a lot of money. It is. That's why I had to place... <laughs> That's really weird. When I just grabbed onto that packet, it, I felt like it buzzed or shocked me or something. Is that something that they've been built into it as well? Well, if it, that's if, or is that like, oh no, we're, we're on no, carpet that's, actually. No, no, that's that's if that's if a stranger picks it up. If I touch this, I get twelve volts. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight. I've got to charge it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when it stops shocking you. You want to charge it so it keeps shocking you? Is that right? <laughs> well, it's because I can't access the pin. The pin pad. The pin pad is fueled by the electricity. Oh, of course, that makes perfect. Yeah. So yes. this thing is expensive. It abuses you. It shocks you, but you still really enjoy it. Is there anything else? Like, have they changed anything else about it? Mate, if you thought the twenty fours were bad, check out this pack of fifties. You know those birthday cards that play like music when you open them up? Yeah, yeah. I love those. That's yeah, great. listen to this. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? You know what's really good? When you decide to take the final sip of beer and the amount of liquid left is one standard sip. <laughs> really, really good. Really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? When Google Maps indicates there is heavy traffic on your route and there is none. <laughs> really good. Really, really good. good. Really, really good. good. Really good. You know what's really good? Acting as tour guide for some foreign friends who are visiting your country for the first time and having them absolutely love it. <laughs> really, good. Really, good. Really, good. really good. Really good. Really good. And we love hearing your really good, so make sure you jump on our Facebook page and check out our Really Good Friday and submit your own. You know what Jasmine Angelucci thinks is really good? When you remember to pack last night's leftovers for lunch. Really, really good. good. Really, really good. good. Really good. And do you know what Mark Drummond thinks is really good? 
finishing an Indian meal and not having explosive diarrhea. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really good. And you know what Rachel Gill thinks is really good? Buying a new item and the barcode sticker coming off cleanly. Oh, oh really, really, good. really good. Really, really good. Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork. Please, we would love if you could rate our podcast on iTunes, open up the Apple Podcast app and rate us there. That would be hugely appreciated. And we would love you to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or all of them, because we post uh, some stuff on there we think you'll really enjoy. And we do have a Patreon page. If you go to patreon.com forward slash welcome to patchwork, that's welcome to patchwork, um, you can support us, and that would be, once again, really appreciated. Josh, you're in the middle of a comedy festival run for your Game Boys show. Can yes. you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, so uh, Game Boys, once again, with my brother Eden. The show this year is called The Wide World of Esports, uh, coming off our Golden Gibbo nomination at last year's comedy festival, which is for a local independent show that sort of bucks the trend and has an artistic mm. vision and strives to achieve it so we got the nominated for that last year so brand new show this year um, so you know if you grew up in the 90s you're a bit of a gamer maybe you love sport that kind of thing but also our shows are always super accessible so if you like the podcast you'll definitely enjoy the show mm. um, so come on down it's 8.20 at Trades Hall and we're on till the 22nd and Dion you and I have been there every single night so far and, yeah uh, and we're actually going on the 13th of April so if you'd like to join us on the 13th of April please come along and you can meet Josh, Christian and myself and if you did want two-for-one tickets, if you pump the promo code in Patchwork, you'll get yourself two-for-one tickets. That promo code again, Patchwork. Josh, what did you sew into your patch this week? Uh, my patch this week, Dion, was Neil deGrasse Tyson losing his phone and Christian being furious that he can't contact his new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, what patch did you sew into the quilt this week? Josh... I sewed into my patch a conductor expressing his frustration at the coughing geriatrics who are struggling to keep time with the plastic cup players. <laughs> and Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? My patch this week was me sitting in Josh's garden watching a replay of a Neil deGrasse Tyson video whilst breathing heavily through a respirator. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Velcro to Patchwork this week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Baywatch theme, by the way. Yeah. <laughs>